Hey guys, it's 2 a.m. and we've got some thoughts. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode. This intro is a lot more boring than my rap from last episode, but you know, you can check that out and give me some feedback. But for now, in the studio, you've got Adriana and co-host Chrissy and friend of the pod, Julia. Yeah, producer Ray. And we're celebrating a milestone today on the pod because it's our 10th episode. So much excitement. Thanks for sticking with us. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the fires in California. We're also going to do another round of Fuego or No Go and talk about plastic surgery. Julia is going to also ramble about her Tinder account. And we're going to end it with Story Time with Fiona, where we talk about the emo night all three of us went to exactly one year ago today. So starting with current events, we're going to be talking about all of the fires going on in California right now. And currently there are about 29 major ones. All of them were started by people, but one of the worst ones was started by a gender reveal that went wrong. Gotta love uh, millennial parents these days. I think there should be a reason to just cancel all gender reveal parties for the remainder of forever. I agree. (laughs) They're so dumb. You shouldn't be Yeah, they're so outdated. I mean, not even outdated because it's like a modern thing, but yet it's like, why? Like the blue and the pink. Just... (laughs) Look at your ultrasound and text somebody. Because that's know. the thing, like it's already something that because of this generation with social media and everything, it became such a thing that people want to make a cool, cute thing to reveal. So that was annoying anyway, in my opinion. Like I don't really stand by those gender reveals. Just I don't think you should decide your kid's gender no. until they can decide it for themselves. No. So that, that's another topic. Yeah. For another You're day, not supposed to be throwing parties during COVID. That so too. There's a lot wrong. There's a lot yeah. wrong here. Yeah. But that one in particular is just showing why you shouldn't be so extra with your gender reveals because you can cause a bunch of fires. This is primetime fire season for Californians. And it just happens to be so bad this year because we've had changes in the climate. It's getting worse and worse every year. And because of that, there's been an insane amount of heat waves. And that's just propelled the fires even further. So these man-made mistakes are just proving to be like colossal disasters for wildlife currently. Yeah, is everything so, so hot and so dry that it's just like one spark and... That's it. That, yeah. Yeah. The whole state is just yeah. on fire. And it's really bad in San Francisco, especially. Like, their skies are completely orange. It's actually very scary yeah. seeing all the pictures Looks of like it. like a filter, but yet it's not. Yeah, like we live in LA, but the air quality is not great right now because of all the fires and the skies are slightly orange and the sun's like definitely, it doesn't look right. No, there's something very wrong with it. Like today's the first day I've really seen the sun Mm -hmm. in some capacity, like enough that it could cast a shadow because it hasn't been able to do that for a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so hazy that you can't even see the skyline from where we live, which is something that we normally are able to Mm -hmm. see. Like pretty clearly too with the general smog. So it's really scary to not be able to see it now. (laughs) So I was visiting my family and I actually dared to play tennis outside for an hour a day or two ago. 
with my dad and I felt fine when it was happening but then when I came back I had such a bad headache and then started to have like weird stomach problems and I actually looked it up and for some weird reason when there's unhealthy air quality especially in females they get really severe headaches and also digestive problems which is very odd yeah, but I, I was believe it. <laughs> yeah but I was literally passed out for like four hours because it was so bad and I just didn't realize it at the time I've been overly cautious since a fire a few years ago when I had fainting spells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had my blood tested and they're like, well, there's no oxygen in your blood right now. Like it's so minimal. And I'm like, so scary. Cool. As soon as I smelled the campfire smell, I was like, go, we are locked inside. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Especially with COVID also happening right now. I mean, the smoky air is also attacking your lungs in addition (laughs) to if you get COVID, (laughs) it's also attacking your lungs. So we're just all trying to stay safe out here and make sure we're not breathing in that, especially during a pandemic. And doing our part to not do anything that causes a spark, perhaps. That too. No gender reveals for us. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to Fuego. Or no-go. And this week's episode, we're going to be talking about plastic surgery. And if you're listening to this, you're probably wondering why. (laughs) And that's a great question. So this has come up a lot because we actually have a business account of Julia's Tinder. And there are quite a few men who have thought that she's gotten a nose job. And Mm -hmm. we'll definitely talk more about that later in her ramble section, but we just wanted to talk about the varying opinions around plastic surgery because it's actually kind of contentious depending on who you talk to. So starting with the reasons that people are against plastic surgery, I think there's a lot of people that don't like it because it's not natural. People don't like that you're messing with features that you were born with. And a lot of people think that it's because you're just insecure, so you're just paying for a new face or a new body, what have you. Yeah, and a lot of people, I think, are against it, too, just because they think it kind of, like, feeds into, like, the beauty industry and, like, beauty standards, and just that it just kind of, like, perpetuates that. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, like, you shouldn't do plastic surgery if it's going to, like, I don't know, be a negative effect on the next generation and all of that. Yeah, and I think to go off what you're saying, I think once someone does you know, work on their face or body and whatnot. I think it opens the floodgates of you wanting to fix more things too. Mm, So it's like you're never satisfied with how you look that it's like, okay, well, I just did my nose. Now I'm going to do my cheeks. Oh, I like my cheeks now. I'm going to do my eyebrows. Like yeah. it just continues Like suddenly persist. it's just like, oh, turns out it didn't make me happy. <laughs> like, yeah. I need more done. Like, it can get addictive. Driving like, for the next thing. And I think also with Instagram today, obviously there's such a pressure to look really good. And for me personally, you know, when everybody in LA trying to look like a Kardashian, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of people in LA do have plastic surgery, and you can tell because they all have the same face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, same big plump lips, yep. like cheek filler, so their cheekbones look higher, skinny noses, yep. like wide eyes, yeah. eyebrows. So you can definitely tell they probably all got the same procedure. Yeah, they definitely all have that very like it's a very like a very distinct look it looks it looks really fake i'm gonna be real i I personally don't really like it but if it makes you happy go for it but to me it looks like you have a pinched face (laughs) and it's not moving and it's yeah it's a lot 
No, you guys made a good point about talking about the beauty industry and how I always think about teenagers just looking through Instagram and seeing this unattainable face or body that these girls want to start to become. And then they find out that the only way to have that look, that LA look, is through plastic surgery. I am more a firm believer of like the medical procedures. Like if it's something that's maybe like your nose is blocking your breathing, then yeah, I support getting plastic surgery. But if it's all for a cosmetics, then I don't really agree with doing all that work to your face. Is it just like facial plastic surgery that, that you don't like? Because there are people that say never touch your face, but any like body plastic surgery is okay. So for boobs, I feel like if, if it's like too big and it's like blocking you from doing things, <laughs> then yeah, I mean, I support going smaller. But if you have small boobs and, and you want to go bigger, like I, I don't really see why. Yeah, here's the thing. As much trash as I've just talked about plastic surgery, I'm actually fuego. I'm actually pretty opposite of what you just said of like, don't touch your face. Because I would never do like any kind of like body implants because I feel like that always like screams fake. But fillers? Hello. Please. <laughs> Fill my face with them. So are you saying that you more so believe in plastic surgery like fillers and stuff like that that isn't invasive because it's more for anti-aging. You don't necessarily yeah. want to change what your face it doesn't, looks like. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily change your face structure. Okay. So for you, it's more like... Maintenance? Yeah, like yeah. you want to maintain your youthful look and still look like yourself at your best, but it's not like you're trying to change what you look like. No. I, I kind of agree, though. I think if it's for anti-aging and you, you know, are upset about getting old and you want to do some stuff to kind of maintain it a little bit, like, I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of equivalent to like dyeing your hair so you don't have gray hairs or whatever. Like I get it. I don't think I would ever do anything to my face, but that's also because I'm Asian and I don't think I'm ever really going to age in my face. You don't need it. I don't need it. So it's easy to say when you don't necessarily need it from like a genetic standpoint, but I definitely would consider fixing up my body later in life. Far into the future, I would want children and... If my body gets all messed up from like, giving birth and stuff, I'm definitely all about the mommy makeover. I I agree. That would that was the one thing I was thinking of too. Like, mm -hmm. and not even just that, but I think for people who go through like a tremendous amount of weight loss mm -hmm. and they want to oh, yeah. like get liposuction and yeah. kind of like shift things around, get rid of excess skin, I think that's totally viable. Or for people like I don't know who've gone through you know breast cancer and yeah, they had right. to they yeah. want their boobs back. Like mm -hmm. I think that's completely fine. Yeah. I think it just comes out to the matter of if you're insecure about something, whatever it is. I think you know if you have the means to do so, then I think you should do it. If that's something that you're really interested in pursuing, as long as you feel good about yourself and you know if changing things on the outside make you feel better on the inside, then I'm like okay, go for it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. I think that that definitely is fine to do if, like Adriana said, it is something that you've been insecure about for your whole life. But my only caveat to that would just be make sure it's something that you really want and that you're doing for the right reasons. Because I know a lot of people who will get surgery and then they think that that's going to fix all their insecurities and it doesn't. And then they just get insecure about the next thing yeah. and then it goes down that spiral that we talked about earlier. And that's when I have a problem with it. Yeah. I think that you should be doing it for the right reasons. If you genuinely think that it will help you feel good on the inside. But if you know yourself and you know that it, it's just going to open the door and make yourself want other surgeries and you're never going to be happy, 
I don't think you should do it. I think you should really consider why you're doing this and try to fix your problems from within first before you just like outwardly fix yourself. Yeah, yeah you got to like dive into the root of that insecurity. Yeah. Like be like, hold on. Right. Why do I feel this way? Mm. Like, is it strictly uh, my busted face, or <laughs> is it, <laughs> or is it something internally that I need to work on? So, anyways, uh, it seems that most of us here on the pod are fuego for plastic surgery, with the exception of Ray, who's holding his ground <laughs> on being no go. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it is your life, and if you want to get plastic surgery, do whatever you want. Nobody can tell you otherwise, but. I would just caution, like I said before, please do it for the right reasons and please do your research. And if anyone has any Botox recommendations, send them my way. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to Julia Rambles. Today, we'll be talking about Julia's Tinder. Quick thing, it's not really my Tinder, it's Mm -hmm. the family's Tinder. Somehow, the joke came up, hey, let's start Julia a Tinder. And I've talked about this on Julia Rambles before, about just the weirdos that I attract, and (laughs) that just flock to me in all situations. So we thought, while in quarantine, hey, let's take this to the internet. And when I say (laughs) we, I mean not me at all. Adriana and Ray primarily. So my Tinder was born. Unfortunately, uses my name. It says Julia right on there. (laughs) Their photo selection are, you know, some to lure the suitors in. A lot wearing costumes, like the the Grinch onesie. There's the worst photo of all time where I am in a wheelchair, (laughs) in a Beetlejuice costume, looking like I've been beat up by life because I had been. It was Halloween. But all of these pictures aside, I mean, these are what people are swiping on. So we're getting a lot of commentary about Grinch and a lot of upsetting things. My bio is set up as it's all true things about me. But they use Ghost Hunter, has milked a goat before, (laughs) uses a vampire voice, which I've used on the pod before in our opening sequence. (laughs) You've put X Carney on there, haven't you? We've discussed the bear. Mm -hmm. We do make stuff up, though. Her current job right now is Home Depot manager. (laughs) Yeah, oh. All of these things combined, it seems like we're trolling, but upsettingly, this is basically like my actual life story (laughs) and photos. Most of it is factual. Yeah, most of it's factual, except for manager at Home Depot. Everything else is the truth. And... But wouldn't that be great, though? Would, uh, just too bad. I mean, I should just go in and put in my application at this point. And just be like, listen. Really sell It would just here. make sense. I got to know my parts and home improvement to be able to talk to men. Um, and I would like to say also, when we're going through and swiping and playing Tinder, as Ray says, anybody who looks wholesome, like they're looking for love, we let them go. But the people that we do swipe on are the ones with bios that just look like they're going to yield so much content. Yeah, we have different criteria. If you're over 60, you're in. (laughs) Yeah, and if anybody super likes me, that's an immediate swipe. Yes. Yes. If they wasted a super like on me, the Home Depot manager. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we can get into some of the conversations that we've had with these gentlemen. First, I would like to say the ghost hunter aspect has really brought in a lot of people interested in the paranormal. A lot of people are telling their own ghost stories. A lot of people are asking me what I've experienced. We had one of our one of our favorites of all time. This certain suitor asked me if I was a medium, to which Ray replies, no, I'm a small. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I know you're small. I can tell you're so small and so <laughs> sexy. We have learned a lot of people have Grinch fetishes. I mean, I do have a Grinch onesie and there's a picture of me in it. <laughs> and people will just slide into those DMs immediately and be like, oh man, like Grinch onesie and Timberlands and a blonde. Like <laughs> I found my new crush. And we also have learned that a lot of people think that I have had plastic surgery. <laughs> um, a lot of people have called out about my nose job. <laughs> I haven't had a nose job, by the way. I feel like I need to make that very clear because I have had people in my life ask me that, which is kind of rude to just bring up, just assume I've had work done. We even had that one guy get really aggressive when we told him his joke was bad and he goes, well, it can't be worse than your nose job. We did have one guy who says like, hey, I know this sounds weird, but you have the perfect shaped nose. <laughs> Somebody replied, I'm assuming Ray. <laughs> Probably. Thanks. I just got it done. <laughs> and he's like, really? Oh, wow. He's like, oh, that was the second thing I noticed about you. And we're like, oh, what was the first? And he's like, well, your eyes. And he goes, well, thanks. I just got those done too. <laughs> the guy's just like, wait, what? <laughs> we also had a guy send a few of his screenplays yes. our way. He opened the gate, as you say, about his life as a screenwriter. And so we asked for his log lines and he said, hold on, let me grab my pewter. <laughs> and he sent us three screenplays, <laughs> Family Christmas, Bonnie and Clive, <laughs> Clive, yes, that's right, with a V, and The Holy Grail. So I will say all of these movies sound terrible. Bonnie and Clive is Bonnie and Clyde, by the way. This is the same guy who asked us how our sequester is going. Hmm. And we're like, what do you, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, you're quarantined. And we're like, damn, that's a beautiful word. <laughs> And that's where we said in. I'm not a good reader. Yeah, because he asked if we were a writer. And that's why he said it. We're like, no, I'm a reader. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, how's your sequester? Oh, I don't know what that word means. I'm not a good reader. <laughs> One guy sent a questionnaire. Hey, answer these 20 questions about yourself, which we then have sent to other <laughs> matches to be like, hey, answer these questions. <laughs> or you guys made a special edition just using highly specific stupid questions, but that also pertain to my life. <laughs> I think one of the questions we asked was, do you think Charles Manson is sexy? Yes or yes? yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he said yes. He did. <laughs> I want to close this out with our most prominent case study and our most prominent relationship, a summer fling, if you will. <laughs> Jax, he was the one. And he, you know what? He kept coming back. Jax offered to fly me to Utah and an Airbnb weekend in Park City without ever having met or knowing anything about me. Except we did tell him I had been addicted to heroin and he called me out. He was like, no, I don't believe that. He called us out a lot and he would ask like, hey, when are we gonna get serious? And he would keep trying to prove his worth. He kept coming <laughs> back until eventually one day he unmatched us, yeah. just blindsided. But this went on for months. It did, yeah. We like to say that Jex is definitely the one that got away for Julia. <laughs> and I, I specifically get very <laughs> upset with her about this. I really think she messed up. And she's not going to find a man that treats her as well as Jex. I'm not no. going to get Airbnb <laughs> invites to Utah. No. <laughs> He had a weed farm. I, I mean, he's a driven he man. He was a third type of love. Uh, and he was the only one to call Julia out on her bullshit. Yeah. Which needed to be done. He called her a barefoot girl. <laughs> to wrap this up, if you want to follow along with our Tinder exploits, please follow Julia's Tinder. That's J-O-O-L-I-A-S underscore Tinder. <laughs>
Yes, that's right. Julia with two O's. Go follow. Mm -hmm. So finishing off with story time with Weona, today we're going to be talking about the time that me, Julia, and Adriana went to Emo Night. Emo Night is an event held monthly at the Echoplex in LA. Essentially like a DJ event where a lot of guest stars show up, like a lot of bands will come and do like random surprise acoustic sets. I've seen Kristen Stewart there, which was unsettling <laughs> to see her dance, by the way. So speaking of the celebrities that go to Emo Night, that actually is the reason that I was down to try it once. It now has been our one year anniversary of, yeah. when, of when we all went. So that's why we want to talk about it today. And for those of you who don't know me, <laughs> I am definitely not emo, like in any regard. I never had that phase growing up. And so I never really had interest in going, but I'll do anything once for the experience. Plus I get really bad FOMO. So <laughs> to cope with the fact that this isn't necessarily my crowd, I drank a bit and Adriana decided to join me because she's always down. After drinking a little bit, Adriana and I, we were having a great time here at Emo Night. And after a certain point, things started to get a bit wild as the crowd was getting larger. At one point, we fell down in the mosh pit, which I think that was my first time in a mosh pit. Yeah, no, I just like turned around and was like, and they're on the ground. Um, And if you guys don't know what moshing is, because I honestly had no idea when I first went, they go, all of the emos, (laughs) get in a circle, and they toss one person around into each other, and then they all start running in and tossing each other around. Till it gets bigger and bigger and then just like people are whipping around and if you get hit by one of these people you will land on your ass on the ground and that's exactly what happened to Chrissy and I. And with all this happening you know we're very flustered by everything going on and we ended up missing the band Sum 41 who came out as like a guest appearance. Yeah. I do love that band but I was honestly so annoyed at getting thrown to the ground again (laughs) from these guys and I kind of wanted to destroy them hyper focused on that yeah so it's just hard to process what was going on yeah it's like no no on stage yeah there's a lot that happens there i mean there's also multiple stages so the rest of the night was kind of like that a lot of moshing a lot of (laughs) missing things that we shouldn't have missed it was a lot going on um at a certain point i was like i'm done i mean (laughs) i'm tapping out this is enough for me i've got to go home and on our way out i guess i bumped into somebody and she wanted to fight me, so Adriana had to step in because I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, Chrissy kept walking away, and this small, scrappy girl <laughs> starts yelling about Chrissy and this, like, girls bumped into me, the disrespect, whatever. And I'm, like, walking by this, and I hear this, and I was like, what'd you say about my friend? <laughs> Just immediately steps up to the plate, and I'm like, who does this girl think she is? Even though Chrissy definitely bumped into her. Yeah. But Full force. Force, but I defend my friends to the end, even if it means potentially getting to a fight. The only thing logistically I was worried about at that moment, I remember, was my hoop earring. <laughs> I was like, damn, if she grabs my hoop earring, I'm earrings. done. <laughs> Hold my earrings quick. So it escalated a little bit. There weren't, there wasn't like yelling or anything, but no. her boyfriend got involved. And we were trying to sort out the non-fight. Yeah, it was weird because I was trailing behind. And by the time I saw Adriana talking to these people, I was like, oh, does she know them? Because it seems so softly spoken. And 
like so conversational. And then like as we walked away, you're like, yeah, I was about to fight them. I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, what do you? It was so calm. All the while, I had no idea this was all happening because of me. So at some point, <laughs> I like I just kept walking because I I had no awareness of the fact that I did this. And Adriana was like still you know talking to this girl on behalf of me. And then Julie eventually catches up to me, and I'm like, what? What's she doing back there? I'm like. Why is Adriana back there? She was like trying I, to fight I someone. I don't know. Yeah, because I didn't see the bump. I was just like, I don't. I'm trying to defend your What's honor happening? back here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I eventually step away. <laughs> so after that, it was definitely time to end the night. So we call our Ubers, and on the ride back, Adriana and I are feeling, you know, a, a wee bit nauseous just from the car ride and the drinking. And immediately upon arrival to our apartment, we drop to our knees and just throw up in the bushes right outside of our apartment. <laughs> so as so as Chrissy and I are puking into these beautiful flower bushes, I am so sorry, Valley Village. The Uber driver comes up and he taps Chrissy on the shoulder and goes, oh, uh, sorry to bother you, but uh, you forgot your phone. Like, fully gets out of the car that he was driving to hand me my phone as I'm throwing up in the bushes. So great. And Chrissy politely thanked him and then proceeded to continue. <laughs> yeah. That poor Uber driver, I'm so sorry. But yeah. he gave us a good rating, surprisingly. He, he had a heart. So kind of him. So the next morning, we were feeling some kind of way. And we needed to order something greasy as soon as possible. And the only thing open at 10.30 a.m. was Domino's. <laughs> so we ordered a ton of garlic knots from Domino's at 10 a.m. Both of us were really struggling and I volunteered to go get it. And I get to outside where I'm trying to meet the Domino's guy. And I just see in the distance this like red and black flannel. <laughs> And I'm like, could it be Chrissy's flannel from last night? <laughs> and I tried calling her, but she didn't pick up. So I went back in and I told her that I think her flannel's outside. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, shoot, it's missing. That's definitely my That's flannel. definitely it. I had to take the walk of shame outside while still struggling and pick it up and go back inside like nobody saw it. That's yeah, that was great. a fun Snapchat for me to wake up to. It was yeah. just like the flannel on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. <laughs> and we're just Reminence like, what am I seeing? Reminence from the past night. Yeah. So all that to say, I will definitely never be going back to emo night because I cannot hang with the emos. But we will. <laughs> yeah. I will. Julie and I wanted to go back in March, and we had been planning on getting in that long-ass line and waiting we actually were really tired yeah that day and we decided not to go and they usually have it every month so we were like oh we'll just we'll just go in april it's like fine oh uh, there's always next month yeah um covid hit yeah. two weeks later yeah there would be no april there is no april emo night no may june july no it's all just canceled indefinitely yeah then and who knows, Julia and I may never go back to you. Yeah, it might be our last too. I don't know. We live, <laughs> a, we live in a post-COVID society now, and I don't know how to take it. Makes me pretty emo, but I don't have an outlet now. Wow, I don't know how you guys made it to the end of this boring episode, but we thank you for listening to our 10th episode. I don't know if there was going to be an 11th episode or not, but... 
We'll see how we feel next week. Bye. 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 Bye.